The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is video marketing and blogging expert Gideon Shalwick. Go to gideonshalwick.com to find out more. Gideon, thank you very much for being on the show. Hey, Joey. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Gideon, how did you get into online video? Well, it was kind of a, a sort of a backdoor kind of entry for me into the into the online video marketing world. I, I started off um, way back in 2006. I was uh, basically in a job. Uh, it was a fine job back in New Zealand. and um, But, you know, I, I was a little bit um, restless. I, I didn't quite enjoy it all that much. I wanted to do my own thing. So, I I quit my job. We immigrated to Australia, me and my wife, uh, Tinika, and um, I thought, I'm just going to start a business. I, I really didn't have an idea of what sort of business. Um, but anyway, I, I eventually stumbled onto um, information publishing, you know, and so I wrote a book um, and I sold that book over the internet, uh, got distributed to seven, 77 countries with our, our uh, promotion. And it was a nice little success, but the success was only really short-lived because it was, it was really just a book and you can't really, you know, a, a business is not a book, you know, a book is <laughs> you know, it's more just like a fancy business card, really. Um, and so, I realized I needed something else. And, and what happened then is I started interviewing some of the top people in the industry. Um, this was 2006, 2007. But I did everything on video. I, I, I wanted to set myself apart because at, at the time, everyone was doing these interviews just on audio or text and I thought oh well let's let's do video let's set up a membership site and and see how it goes uh, and keep in mind this is 2006 2007 YouTube was about a year old uh, online video was really just <laughs> just getting started um, things were very new um, and so this was a massive challenge for me um, and uh, I really struggled back then to get it all happening with the online video thing. I struggled with the, the technology. I struggled with the, the different formats, you know, and I struggled getting it online and looking good. And I struggled with the platforms. It was <laughs> a real nightmare. But, mm-hmm. you know, what happened was that that project that I did these interviews for, because I was going to sell it as a membership site, um, that totally flopped. And, and the reason it flopped is because of the, the, the difficulty with video that I had back then. But... Mm-hmm. Um, the silver lining for me was that I built up a pretty cool skill in uh, video production, and specifically online video production. Back then, uh, you know, no one was teaching this stuff. I really had to learn everything just from scratch and trial and error. Um, but that was my entry into it, and you know, since then, it's um, it just I just went from strength to strength. I um, uh, did a, a, a very successful project with uh, one of my partners, uh, Yara Stark. Uh, we were one of the first uh, blogging courses uh, around. We, we launched something in 2008. Um, it was all video-based. I think we were maybe the first uh, video-based blogging uh, course uh, in the world. Um, that was a very, very successful uh, business. I then moved on to um, more um, uh, YouTube sort of stuff and teamed up with a local magician uh, in, in Brisbane, Australia. And uh, he did the magic. I did the video marketing, and we did everything on YouTube. That went really, really well. Um, that that uh, channel now has um, close to 
200,000 subscribers. I think they're on 180,000 subscribers now on YouTube. And um, they might have just gone over 20 million views for that particular channel. So very, very, um, you know, uh, big exposure for that business. And, you know, JJ, the magician, we, we took him from just a very um, locally known uh, magician here in Brisbane to uh, a worldwide phenomenon. You know, he's probably the biggest um, street magic channel in the world right now, certainly in Australia. Wow. And, um, you know, from there I thought, well, you know, I've, I've, I've built up some nice experience. Let's, let's share it with the world. And that's when I created uh, Rapid Video Blogging and, and launched that out and teaching people what I've learned. Um, but since then I've also, you know, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur, as you can tell. Um, I moved on to, to build a, the Splash Show business, which is still in the video space, the online video space. And currently, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually busy with a, another new startup. Um, the, the Splash Show business has uh, uh, just gone over 40,000 subscribers. Uh, we're in 182 countries. Um, and, and this new business, well, it's just getting started, so I can't talk about it too much. But the key thing um, throughout all of this uh, has been online video. Uh, except for my, my first uh, project, the, the book one, everything else that I've done over the last eight years has been uh, has had an online video component in it. And it certainly served me really well. I've, I've, I feel very privileged and lucky um, to have been able to, to be um, in, in this space because it's such an exciting space. So I really look forward to sharing some, some really nice nuggets of wisdom uh, to, to anyone interested in, in getting into this world of online uh, video marketing. Brilliant. Gideon, thank you very much for sharing your story there. It's great to hear how well video marketing has served you. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about how we can use video marketing and succeed with it as well. One of the first things that I noticed about your videos is that they look really good. They look very professional. Do we need a big budget for that? Or are there ways for us to have a professional looking video on a budget? You know, um, it's... it's um yeah, that that's quite a it's a great question and it's it's um, difficult to answer because it really depends on on the person that you're talking to and on what their desires are and where they're at in in the whole cycle and also comes down to to their budget you know but in in general in this salute from my friend uh, Jules Watkins he's also one of your fellow um british guys up there um you know he he talks about you know the best camera is is really the camera that you have with you <laughs> you know at the time when you want to record a video um, and that's, that is a great um, guideline. But in, in general, if you're getting started, you know, really just use whatever you've got. Um, if you've got an iPhone or a mobile phone, they are fantastic. I mean, if I think, if I compare what we have today to what I was trying to use back in 2006, uh, oh my goodness, you know, that it's just worlds apart. It's so much mm-hmm. easier now, so much cheaper, so much faster. So just with a mobile phone, um, Maybe you have a, a little microphone that you can plug into it, and there's, there's a few options on the market around now. Um, and a tripod, and um, you can spend a little bit of money on lighting, uh, then you're, you're all set. Um, the key thing to keep in mind with all this stuff is that even though this is video, uh, the two most important things for video production, for getting it right, is first of all, the sound. Mm-hmm. You've got to get good sound. And secondly, good lighting. If you get those two things right, the actual video camera um, is, is not that important. With an iPhone, if you've got good lighting and a, a good um, audio coming into it, you can create some very, very professional-looking uh, videos. So that's sure. sort of um, starting, you know, starting into it. And then from there, you can progress. You know, if, if you're doing it yourself um, or you're doing it in-house in your business, 
Um, the next step up is something like a DSLR camera. I use a DS, uh, uh, Canon 60D um, and it's a wonderful little camera. It's, it's really well designed for, uh, well obviously for taking photos, but it has this video production capability built into it, which is really nice. It's the next step up. It's much. It's quite a bit more complicated. So, if you're scared of technical stuff, get someone else to do it for you. And then, of course, there's a next step up from that where you can go totally professional. But, but really, um, as I said, it, it comes down to your, your wherever you are and your situation. Whether you're doing it yourself, whether you've got a budget uh, to get someone else to do it for you. In general, mm-hmm. my advice is if you have the budget, um, get someone else to do it for you. You know, or try and outsource as much as possible of it um, as you can. And, and that's just going to save you a lot of headache and time. Uh, so the thing is, you, you don't want to get slow. You don't want to the, to let the technical stuff keep you from producing great content uh, for your YouTube channel. And and so anything you can do to streamline that process um, is, is, is totally worth it. So do you have any specific equipment or tools that you recommend, Gideon? Especially, like you said, if we're using iPhone or a cheaper camera, getting that sound and lighting correct. Yeah, so, so what I can do, Joey, is just I'll send you the um, all the links of, of all the equipment that I use with my iPhone. Uh, so that includes the um, the microphone, the microphone cord, uh, which is very important. It's a nice a nice long enough one. Um, there's a nice uh, a camera holder or a, a, you know a thing you can put your your, your phone into to put onto the tripod. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a monopod that I recommend as well if you want to be mobile. And uh, what else is there? Um, yeah, so the software as well. I use ScreenFlow for editing if I do it myself on, on the Mac and if on um, on PC it's often Sony Vegas or, or, or Camtasia. But I can send you the, the links for all those things um, so that you know people watching this or listening to this can um, can just click on the links and, and go straight to uh, to get it, get that equipment for themselves. And could you tell us about Splashio? I know that you have some cool intros on there that you can put on your videos and make it look more professional. Yeah, certainly. That's um, that's our flagship product, the the intros or the logo animation. So, so what you can do mm-hmm. basically is um, go to the site and you uh, select from a, a series of, of templates uh, that can animate your, your logo. You go through the process and you upload your logo and you, you, you get a little MP4 file back. Uh, it's about five seconds long with, with your logo animated in a really nice way with some sound effects and some cool music. And what you can do is you can use that inside your videos to give it that professional... Um, lift and, and look and feel and um, you know it's very popular people love using it in their videos and it's just it's just a nice nice little little product that people use to make their videos look great um, there's a few other products too like um, um, outros or calls to actions that you that you can add at the end of your videos uh, we've mm-hmm. created a little segue kind of product which is like a, a transition you know that you can add throughout your video with with your branding in it and then lower affairs as well to just introduce um, you know, introduce you as the speaker or introduce topics and this sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's a cool little business um, that, uh, that basically helps you uh, make your videos look a lot better without being a professional video editor. So, onto a different aspect of video marketing, the actual planning of videos and getting them done and it not taking forever and becoming this really difficult job. What's your video production process, Gideon, that you go through? How do you get a significant number of videos done in a reasonably short period of time? Sure. Um, well, you know, there is, there is a, um, a process or a, 
I guess, a setup that you can use or a philosophy, I guess, where you, you basically prepare everything beforehand, you know, all your topics or everything you want to uh, record for your videos. And then you block out one or two days and you just go, you go crazy and just record everything in one go. Now, that method works. It can work really well. The only drawback with it uh, is that um, your energy management um, now, when, when you're, if, if you're on the video or a team member or a, anyone else within your business uh, or the talent, whoever it is, um, if they're on the video one full day straight or two days straight, you know, that, that can be quite draining in terms of energy and it quite be, can be quite a challenge to, to keep that, those energy levels up. So, just keep that in mind. So, maybe do it mm-hmm. half a day instead of a full day. But that sort of method works really well. Um, before that, though, I, th- I think there are some things you can do in general to speed up your, your video production. So that's the thing, you know, the, the more videos you can produce, the faster and the better quality and the more engaging, all this sort of stuff, um, the easier it is going to be for you to get long-term um, big exposure on a place like YouTube. And this really is a long-term strategy. It's a, it's a strategy for, for building a brand, for building masses of, of um, uh, big followings and a lot of traffic. Um, but, you know, you, you can set things up in such a way that it's, it's really systemized so that you can create video content really fast. And, and inside my report, the, the Rapid Video Blogging Report, I, I, I go through, I have this thing called um, swimming lanes um, that or channels that you can um, set up, basically, where you identify certain tasks for each person within the team. So, say you've got three people in a team. You've got a, a video person who does the video recording. Um, you've got perhaps the talent or you, if you're in front of the camera and you've got a virtual assistant and, and each of those three people have, have their own tasks that they do that you just sort of hand over to each other. So you might only come up with the idea and stand in front of the camera and do the recording. But from there, your video guy takes that, um, um, takes that video, they edit it for you. They upload it to YouTube. You may be coming again and do some some copy. You know, do the title and description and tags for the video, but then you flick it over to your virtual assistant, and they just they transcribe it, they turn it into a blog post. Um, maybe they they submit it to iTunes. Maybe they pull out the audio, all this sort of stuff. There's a ton of things you can do um, to make all that happen. And so when you have a team in place in these different swimming channels, I guess you could call it, um, it can really help you speed the whole process up a lot more. And it, it means you, as the, the, the creative person, um, don't have to be involved in all of it. You know, for example, just the editing side of it can take a ton of time. So perhaps you can outsource that to someone within your business or someone locally. Or uh, if you want to, you can, you can outsource it to a place like the Philippines or India or um, other countries as well. So think mm-hmm. about that as you, as you set up your video production process. So there's that, but there's also setting up a studio. If you can have a studio within your business um, that's fully set up, ready to rock. So all you've got to do is walk in there, you flick one switch, turns on all the lights, and you turn your camera on with the, uh, you've got a little remote control, and you press record. You do your video, you press stop, and you're done. Your work is done. Um, mm-hmm. And that can save you a lot of time, a lot of hassle. Um, the thing is with video, or I guess any kind of content production, you don't, you want to, you want to try and remove as many resistance points or friction points as possible. So the less mm-hmm. friction or resist, resistance there is, uh, the easier it is going to be for you to create content. And also, the more you're going to look forward to it. You know, if, if you've got to set up your, your production studio every single time when you're going to create a video, you know, the next time you do it, you go, oh, you know, it's going to take me half an hour to set up. It's, 
um, you know, then you might think, oh, I'll just, I'll just not do it because of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So the easier you can make it, the, the more you can remove those friction points in the process, um, the, the easier your life is going to be over the long term as well. Gideon, you mentioned your free report there. Something that I read in that was that you teach that we should have a video domination hub. What is that? Okay, so that's just a, a, a phrase I sort of coined to help, help explain this idea of having a central place um, where you can direct basically all your attention and, and build the, the backbone of your business. And the backbone of your business, an online business, as, as any online business owner should know, is, is really your, your email database. Um, you know, the, I just looked at a recent report, a very recent report, uh, in, it was just done uh, last year sometime, um, that looked at uh, the, the most effective channels for, um, for, for customer acquisition, for getting customers. Number one was still uh, organic traffic. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two was paid traffic, and we just had a chat before this interview, Joey, and you mentioned that mm-hmm. you know you've, you've specialized a lot in, in paid traffic. So that's number two in terms of getting customers, and then number three, following very closely, is uh, email. You know those top th- 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 those three are, are leading the race, and they're way, way, way um, ahead of anything else. And you look at social media, even Facebook, social media, any kind of social media, Twitter, they're like way, 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 way behind in terms of customer acquisition so what that tells us is that you know we've got those three things organic paid and an email those are the three top things you really need to focus on for getting customers in your business that's really what it's about getting customers right so this video domination hub is really all designed to help you build that email database and it's, mm-hmm. it's through a content marketing strategy through a video content marketing strategy so the idea is you build um, an audience on youtube and attention on YouTube, you grab attention. It's like, I mean, I don't know, I, don't, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but, you know, we're talking a lot of people. <laughs> it's the second biggest search engine, etc. If you just go to, if you just Google YouTube statistics, you'll see the crazy statistic that gets updated every couple of months anyway. So, um, yeah. tons of people there. Um, and the idea is that you redirect that attention that you're getting on YouTube through your content to something that you own. And, and often I direct people back to either my blog or more recently I, I, I direct people back to a, uh, a squeeze page or an opt-in page where people can go and, and they get something for free in return for their contact details like their name and email address. And that's where you build your email, email database. So that's really all it is. It's, it's, it's um, using YouTube as an attention-grabbing tool, redirecting that attention back into your own assets so that you can build your, uh, your own email database. And when you think about it, this strategy um, uh, basically covers two of the three big um, customer acquisition channels, which we've just talked about, which is the, the organic. Mm-hmm. So you get that through your um, organic search through YouTube. And there's a ton of organic search happening with, with, with YouTube. So that's covered. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't cover paid, but that's a separate thing um, that, that, um, that you do. And then the third one, which is email. So it covers two of the three big ones um, to, to help you get customers. And so that's really what the Video Domination Hub is all about. You said that the first step was to use YouTube to get attention and get your video seen. So how do we do that? How do we get more YouTube views? How do we avoid this slightly embarrassing situation of uploading a video and then we see that, you know, only a few people have actually watched our video. Uh, and whereas you see other people who have like thousands 
hundreds of thousands and sometimes even a million. What's the difference there? How do we get more views? Sure. Well, the, the great question. The, the first thing I would like to say, though, before I answer it, is that um, views are cool, but uh, they are certainly not the most important thing on YouTube. In the past, when YouTube just was, was still new, uh, views was a very big indicator for, for getting ranked on, on YouTube. That's changed uh, a couple of years ago or three years ago or so. That, that changed completely. Um, now, views is, is just one of the many indicators that YouTube looks at for, for ranking your videos. Um, the biggest one for helping you um, get, well, get more audience, basically, or more attention or more engagement is what they call watch time. And, and, and watch time is basically, there's, there's, there's two parts to it. There's, the, there's how long people basically watch your, your videos for and how engaged they are, uh, but also mm -hmm. how long they stay on YouTube, you know, what is the, the watch time uh, on YouTube? So if they're watching one of their videos, what's the chance of them watching another video on YouTube? And, and the, the, the better you get at that, um, the more reward you're going to get from YouTube as a result. Because you think about it, you know, uh, YouTube wants to create a good customer experience, you know, for their mm -hmm. customers. And, and so the way that the, the best way that they can measure that is, is really through, through watch time. So if they, if they can tell that people are watching your video and that they're engaging in your video, like they're leaving comments there, they, they're watching through your whole video, they, um, they like it, they embed it, they share it. Um, if, if, if they've got all that natural organic interaction, that's sending a ton of signals to YouTube that your video is relevant and that your video is creating a great experience for the YouTube community. So obviously, they're going to reward you for that. They want to rank that sort of content rather than someone who's just optimizing for views or who's trying to play the system. So it really comes down to creating great content and creating great content that your audience loves. That's really the, that's really the bottom line of all of this. That drives absolutely everything else. So, so that's the first thing to note. Um, the second thing is that the number of views can be very misleading um, as to the success of a channel uh, because mm -hmm. not all views are equal. Um, you know, and let me illustrate this with an example. Um, say, for example, you have a business uh, and your aim is to make money. You know, well, that's one of your aims, you know, obviously to make the world a better place, but through that you sell products and services. So you need customers who can pay you money. Now, mm -hmm. if you're attracting an audience on YouTube of mainly, say, uh, teenagers, uh, very young teenagers, I mean, 12-year-olds or 13-year-olds, um, who don't have access to a payment method, don't have credit mm -hmm. cards and this sort of thing. But you get a ton of them. You get millions of them. But none of them have, have, have an ability to pay you. It doesn't mm -hmm. really matter from that point of view, if, you, if your aim is to, to make money from this, to, to get million views. Now, compare that to an, um, uh, a different audience where you maybe only get um, 100 views, but each one of those 100 views is from a multimillionaire. You know, so, mm -hmm. so you know, if, if you're a business owner, you know, which one would you choose? Would you choose a million views from, from people who can't pay you or 100 views from people who are very interested in what you're doing and can pay you a lot of money? Yeah, definitely the 100 millionaires for sure. Exactly. So, and, 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 and so it comes down to, to really... Um, the starting point is figuring out who it is that you'd like to target, 
Now, who, mm-hmm. who do you want to target on, on, on YouTube? And there's, there's so many different groups there and it's such a big place. You can be, become very, very specialized in who you want to target exactly. And, and from there, you figure out what content you want to create for them to attract them because it's the content that attracts. And, yep. um, and, and, and from there, you know, once you get those people, uh, if, if, if you've done a good job with your targeting, everything else becomes so much easier. And um, so I wouldn't worry about views all that much. It obviously it is nice to build views and, and subscriber base, but it really comes down to getting the right target and giving that target exactly what they want and, and building it from there. Um, uh, in saying that, though, there are things that you can do to to help increase your views uh, or, or to help in- instead of um, instead of using views, I'm going to use audience, building your audience because your audience includes. Um, you know, not just views, it also includes your subscribers. It includes how many other people are talking about you. It includes um, collaborations. Um, there's a lot of things you can do um, in terms of audience. But audience building, it all starts with content and creating the right kind of content for your, for your target audience. Um, mm-hmm. From there, um, you can do things like making sure your content, your videos are um, findable. You know, that people can, when they search for it, that you've got a, a better chance of showing up in, in the Google search engine. So for that, you need to make sure you're using the right sort of keywords in your, in your title, your description area, and your tags. It's very important. You can, um, they recommend you upload your, your uh, a caption file or a, a text file with the, the transcription of your, of your video because that, that content gets uh, indexed as well by YouTube and it increases your chance of getting found. So that's sort of on-page kind of optimization if you're into search engine optimization. Um, you, can, um, you can create playlists. That's very effective uh, for, for getting more views. And, and YouTube looks very favorably upon playlists because, once again, it comes back to watch time. If you have a playlist and people watch, instead of just one video, they watch 10 videos, they're staying on YouTube for much longer. You get rewarded for that. They, they like that sort of thing. But also, mm-hmm. it naturally increases your number of views for your channel. Um, probably the biggest thing I can recommend for uh, building your channel uh, really fast is to look for um, collaborations within mm-hmm. YouTube. And, and by that, I mean finding other bigger players uh, within your niche or within your, um, within your um, uh, market um, who already has um, access to your target audience. And then you mm-hmm. team up with them, you do cool stuff together with them, either joint ventures or collaborations, um, as they call them on, on, on YouTube, and you share audiences, essentially. That's what it comes down to. I'll give you a quick example. Um, and this is probably my number one strategy for building your audience on YouTube. Um, with uh, the Magic um, uh, channel, we, uh, when we kick-started that, um, we did a search on, on YouTube for all the, the biggest uh, Magic channels. And um, then we contacted these guys. We contacted the, the top five, I think, or the top ten. You know, we built a relationship with them. We started watching their videos, left comments on their videos, built that relationship. And then eventually we asked them for an interview. We said, hey, can we do an interview with you? We'd, we'd love to feature you to our audience. And if I remember right, pretty much 100% of them said yes. And that built a relationship. So, um, And from there, uh, we were able to do to do more other cool things. For one of the, the guys we interviewed, um, Eric Surf Six, it was an amazing interview, we, me and JJ. Uh, we interviewed him for about 45 minutes or so. Just asking him about you know, how he started 
uh, as a magician, how he managed to build his audience, all this sort of sort of stuff. And um, great interview. What happened afterwards, though, was amazing. He, at the time, he had about 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. So what happened mm-hmm. is he took that interview video and he uploaded that to his channel. And then he linked mm-hmm. back to our channel with an annotation. So instantly, we had access to his 30,000 people audience by just doing that little interview. So that's awesome. Now, what was even even better than that, if you look at his channel now, I think he has over 300,000 subscribers. And our little video is still on there, on, on his channel. So, so mm-hmm. collaborations can be, can be really tremendous, not, not just in terms of initial um, um, attention getting or audience building, but also for a long-term strategy. Because you know? once your collaboration thing is on there, it stays on their channel. And as their channel grows and as YouTube grows, you keep on benef- benefiting from that. So I guess just to summarize in terms of getting building your audience, you know, focus on creating great content um, for the right target audience. So first of all, figure out your target, focus on creating amazing content for them, then optimize your your meta descriptions or your metadata, your title description and, and tags. Um, mm-hmm. And from there, uh, you know, really think about interacting with the YouTube community and, and doing those collaborations and building your audience over time. Gideon, just back to the watch time. You said that with good watch time, YouTube will give us good organic rankings. Is that something that they do on an individual video basis? Or is it likely that if you're getting good watch time constantly, that your entire channel will get a bit of a lift? Yeah, I mean, YouTube is not exactly forthcoming uh, forthcoming um, with the algorithm. I mean, that, that's something that yeah. I really share. Same as Google, I mean, for obvious reasons. Otherwise, people will game the system. Um, mm-hmm. But certainly the message they're sending out is that um, they they want to see great videos uh, that engages mm-hmm. uh, uh, the audience. And, and so the, the uh, conclusions we can make from that is that um, you have a better chance of ranking if your videos uh, are engaging and, and, and uh, people are watching. So, uh, I mean, you can never know hard and fast. You know, I, I don't think you can or I don't think you should ever try and um, game the system with YouTube and they, they, they talk about that quite a bit um, you know they don't like it when people try and game the system uh, and mm-hmm. you know within time you get penalized no matter what you know so so people who did well uh, three or four years ago with gaming the system are now gone you know some of the channels got removed or you know people who bought fake views for example a lot of those channels got removed so it, it really just always comes back to to serving your audience and, and, and making sure they um, they, they're, they're well looked after. In saying that, though, you know, if, if you have two channels and they're, they're uh, equal in all ways, except for the number of subscribers, one of them has, mm-hmm. say, 10,000 subscribers, the other one only has 100. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine has tested this, um, and, you know, he's tested it on a, on a limited scale, obviously, because, you, you know, it's difficult to do massive tests on this. But he yeah. certainly found that, um, the channel with the more subscribers overall rank better for for their videos than the one with less subscribers. But um, you know, it, once again, it, it it comes back to how authentic your your videos are, how great, it, how well it engages your audience, um, and um, and and how well does it uh, help YouTube look good? Basically, you know, <laughs> how, how well does it um, help YouTube create a great uh, user experience uh, for their audience? 
Gideon, how do people find your video blog, your own property where you're hosting your own YouTube videos as well? How are you driving traffic there? Yeah, so so that's um, pretty simple. It's it's really just um, redirecting or or, mm. or rechanneling the the attention that I'm getting on YouTube back to my blog, either back to my blog or back to a squeeze page um, of any product or service that I might might uh, have at any any time. Um, and the way to do that is, well, first of all, the, the, the simplest way is uh, inside your videos at the end, you just ask people. You say, hey, uh, come and visit my blog. Uh, there's a cool free report there that you can download. Uh, here's the address, um, gideonshalberg.com, or click on the link below in the description area. And then always make sure you have that link in your description area and with make sure it's clickable. If you have the HTTP colon, forward slash, forward slash, it becomes clickable, of course. Um, always have that in place. Um, there's other things you can do, like adding uh, clickable annotations back to your um, your main site. You can you can uh, connect your main site to YouTube, and that allows you to have a clickable annotation back to any page on your site, which is pretty cool. Um, you can also um, on your channel um, have links going back to your uh, to your website uh, or to any of your social media uh, presence. Uh, uh, presences like Facebook or, or Twitter or Google Plus. Where, where else can you do it? So, yeah, those are the main things. Telling people, you know, with a call to action, linking to it from your description area, um, using annotations, and making sure wherever you can uh, have it on your channel page as well. Do you have any recommended plugins for video blogs? You know, I um, the report that I, you know, rap, the rapid video blogging report, um, I think I list quite a few there, but they're probably a little bit outdated now, to be honest. So I wouldn't pay too much attention to them. Um, the main one that I'm using at the moment is um, what's called Simple Video Press, I think. Uh, I'm still testing it at the moment, so I'm, I'm uh, you know, uh, so I'm not completely endorsing it. But so far, it looks pretty cool. Uh, what it does basically is um, it automatically, uh, well, it links up to your YouTube channel, the, the plugin, and. Mm-hmm. Then every time you submit a, a video on YouTube, it automatically grabs the title, the video, the description area, and the tags, and publishes that on your blog. And then additionally, when people leave comments on your YouTube channel, on your YouTube video, sorry, um, mm-hmm. those also get pulled into your blog. Now, um, that's pretty cool and from an automation point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, because it means you don't have to do double work. You just create the, the video on YouTube and then it automatically gets pulled into, into your blog as a blog post. And you just have to hit publish, basically. Um, that's cool. What I don't know, and, and this is hard for me to test, is um, how this affects um, search engine optimization uh, on okay. your blog, for example, because obviously it's pulling in that exact same data from YouTube. It's, it's essentially just a duplicate. So it's not not... Um, really adding all that much value. The the way that I use my blog, and, and you know, just keep in mind here that the way that I use my blog is really more as a, a trust building tool as opposed to a traffic generation tool. For mm-hmm. me, my blog, and, and this is more a personal reason. You might want to have the same reason for yours, but often it's not the same as mine. But for, for me personally, I use my blog as a trust building pl- uh, place. So when people Google my name. Um, they go and check, check out my blog. They see there's some, some great content on there. They see this, this great activity in terms of comments. Um, they see my subscriber base. So instantly people 
people can tell that there's there's something cool happening here. You know, that's like it's like my business card, really. It's like an advanced uh, version of a business card. But really, it's it's just a place uh, where people can go and, and say, oh, "Wow, that's cool! That this guy, you know, he's, he's the real deal." Um, a lot of people don't use their blogs that way. They use their blogs more as a, a, a that's where they publish all their original content, and they use the actual blog for building an authority and and driving traffic. You know, getting that blog to generate its own traffic in and of itself. My blog's not really like that. It's more just really a uh, a bucket or a holder. For uh, for building that that trust and authority for people uh, looking for me and that sort of thing, and the place where I build my audience is really on YouTube, and I'll just redirect that to my blog. So just keep that in mind. So that's so, and that's the reason I'm using that plugin because it just helps me automate that process uh, for building that trust and authority on on my blog. So from there, the viewers of your videos on your video blog, how do you get them to then sign up to your list? Do you have a call to action in the video? Do you have an opt-in box in the sidebar or a pop-up opt-in box, something like that? Yeah, so for, for my blog, um, it's pretty straightforward. Um, with my current design, uh, it's you know it's very prominent that you can sign up for a free report there. It's at the you know the homepage. It's right at the top. When you go to any of my posts uh, on on my blog, it's it's always in the sidebar at the top. Um, I also have a uh, a, a pop-up thing that. Uh, um, that people get um, asked if they want to join the the, the newsletter. Um, I think those are the three main areas that I use it on my blog. Um, mm-hmm. So that's if people go to my blog, there's an opportunity there for them to sign up. And you know that's a much less aggressive way uh, for for building the database because you know people, if they go to my blog, uh, it's not just about um, signing up to the newsletter. There's lots of other content there and resources and stuff that they can get. Sometimes I would send them straight to a squeeze page there where the, the main purpose of that is to build, uh, you know, to grab people's, uh, to collect people's uh, contact details. And, and on pages like that, the sole purpose really is just for them to to sign up, <laughs> you know, to, with, with, their, mm-hmm. um, with, their, with their email address. And often there I'd be giving something away for free, like a, a free report or a little video course or a newsletter or an interview or whatever it, uh, it is. It depends on the situation. Uh, but those pages are a lot more targeted for for getting uh, getting people to sign up, and okay. you know those ones are really if it comes comes to to building a list, there's nothing really that that beats that. Um, I've had it up to as high as seventy three percent conversion rates. Uh, in wow. general, in general though, for organic traffic, I'm I'm getting you know around about uh, twenty to thirty uh, percent for uh, for just really um, general traffic. Great, and some really good numbers there. That's very impressive. Gideon, do you ever monetize videos with YouTube ads? Is that something that you do at all? The strategy that I'm using on, on YouTube is, is not really to, to monetize. I have some of my videos monetized, and, and to be able to be a full partner, you need to have at least one video monetized. But uh, mm-hmm. my strategy is, is not really to monetize my videos on YouTube. And the main reason for that is, um, you know, I don't, my business model isn't an advertising model. I don't, you know, I don't really sell advertising. And, for that model to work on a place like YouTube, you really need to be targeting a mainstream audience uh, where you're getting millions and millions of views. So that's really when it starts becoming um, worth your while. Otherwise, okay. in my particular case, it's it's more of a distraction and it's more of an annoyance factor when people watch my content. So in general, I don't monetize my videos. So it creates mm-hmm. a much nicer experience for my audience. And because I'm not after the... the um, the advertising income, um, people get my content uncluttered 
and so they have a really good experience of my content and, and then from there they're much more likely to come and visit one of my own assets like my blog or my, my squeeze page where they can where they can go to the next phase in, 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 in my business. So, mm. you know, and then I sell products and services from, from there, my own products and services as opposed to YouTube's uh, advertising model. Um, but, you know, it, it, it comes down to the model that you want to pursue. For example, mm-hmm. the, the Magic Channel um, at the moment, uh, that's very much moving very strongly towards the, the advertising model. It's getting, mili- you know, it's got... <laughs> Uh, I, I haven't checked, but uh, JJ just told me a couple of days ago it's it's two days away from 20 million views. That's a lot of views. Um, so when you start getting, I think he's on, uh, he's maybe getting, I, I, I haven't checked, but I think it's around about a million views a month now. Um, he's getting a lot of views. And so when you are getting a lot of views, um, ad revenue can become quite significant. I mean, there's a lot of YouTube partners that are making uh, six and seven figure incomes. Uh, just from the the um, uh, the partner program. So, yeah, if that's your model, you you can make a lot of money, but you've got to you've got to be willing to target more mainstream audiences and and go after the millions and millions of views as opposed to what I'm doing is more niched. I know exactly the sort of audience I'm after. There's not I'm I'm not looking for millions and millions of views. I'm looking for targeted views of people interested in what I can offer them and what I can help them with, and then from there I can sell much higher ticket items. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's just different business model. So if you're going niche, monetize it yourself. And if you do happen to have a video that gets huge or your channel is getting loads and loads of views, then at that point you might want to consider ads. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a, it's a really interesting question because, um, <clears throat> you know, in, in a way, um, you know, YouTube, needs to make money as well you know they need to have uh, a model that works and and their main source of income really is through uh through through ads you know that's the mm-hmm. main monetization strategy so if everyone decides that they're going to turn off all their ads uh then youtube's not going to be around for much longer so so there's there's a bit of a balance and that's why i do have some of my videos monetized and i i don't have a total blanket policy when i tell people to just you know, turn off all your ads, you know, so I, yep. I, I think there's a balance to be kept there as well because um, you obviously want to, you know, YouTube is a free service um, and it's a, it's a it's a fantastic service, you know, where you can, you can set up essentially your own broadcast television channel, so to speak, and mm-hmm. broadcast out to millions and millions or billions of people um, and it's all for free and, um, you know, when you turn on something like advertising, then, you know, you do pay I pay them back a little bit in a way. My last question is about viral videos. Are there any ingredients that are needed for a video to go viral? Sure. Uh, the first main ingredient is uh, really your your video content. You know that that really is the virus. That's the thing that spreads. So if if you have a weak virus, so to speak, so if you have um, a weak video with with very mediocre content, uh, it's just not going to spread. You know that doesn't matter what other strategies you apply. If, if your video is not spread-worthy or, or uh, spreadable or um, something that people want to share with their friends, it's just not going to work. Um, but if that's a given, if, if you can manage to create something that, is, that truly has viral potential, then there are other things you can use to um, engineer that video to go viral and to increase the chances of that video going viral. Just before I go into this, um, 
keep in mind that your chance of going viral, of, of, of creating a viral video, is less than winning lotto. There's a guy that actually did the calculation and it's, it's quite a bit less than winning lotto. Um, yeah. So keep that in mind, you know. So um, if, if you're using the viral thing as your main business strategy, um, you know, it's almost like trying to just going every weekend to buy the, the lotto tickets, you know, at the supermarket. Um, your chance of success is extremely low. <laughs> um, to keep that in mind. But you, you can you can engineer videos to go more viral and, and, and use the strategies I teach in my report to increase your chance of getting a lot more views at least, even if it doesn't go viral. So the first thing okay. is your, your, your video. That's the, the infectious agent. That's the little virus. Um, then you need uh, a, a, a replication mechanism, something that can help replicate that video or, or that, that virus, you know, the content. And YouTube is a fantastic place for that. You know, it's got that built-in. People sharing your video. Um, now with Google Plus integrated into comments area, when people leave a comment on your video, that goes onto their profile. So all of their followers on Google Plus can see your video as well. Um, you know, those are all replication me mechanisms. When someone shares your video uh, on email, when they share it on Skype or on any instant messaging, when they share it on their mobile phone, those are all replication mechanisms uh, that happens for, for sharing your, your content. And then very importantly, there's this thing that I call the initial push for critical mass. And, and this is really where um, you uh, identify or where you have access to a large database of people in your target market. So it's either through mm -hmm. your own database, through Facebook or Twitter, uh, or your email list, or someone else's. And mm -hmm. so when you've got it set up right, so when you have uh, your great content in place, you have a good rep replication mechanism in place as well, which is kind of automatically already built in, but you can encourage people to share it, for example. You can tell people to share it, or you can give incentive for people to share it. Um, but then, if you can s get your video out to these bigger audiences very quickly, that increases, obviously, your chance of, of getting uh, a lot more views, getting shown in the most viewed sort of pages or the watch pages of, of, of uh, people's channels, uh, getting a lot more exposure much faster and increasing the chance of going viral. Um, that's really the uh, key thing. So these, these are three, three th key things. Create a great, fantastic video that has, you know, that, that, that is um, um, really worth spreading. Um, mm -hmm. Make sure you've got the, the replication mechanisms in place and, and maybe even encourage people to share it through just a simple call to action. Um, and, and then teaming up with uh, other people, uh, other bigger YouTubers with a big subscri uh, subscriber base or people with a Facebook um, fan base or, or people with a big Twitter following or people with a big email subscription list. Team up with them to, to get the word out about your video. And, and that's really the way, the way that it works. And from there, if, if it's the right kind of video, it'll, it'll automatically get picked up by other bigger uh, players, bigger uh, YouTubers, um, even even getting onto television, once you get on television, that can give you a lot more exposure to the mainstream, which then will get you a lot more views as a result as well. And this has this big snowball effect. Um, that's probably the the, the um, quickest way I can sort of explain it for, for making your videos go viral. But really, it, to bring it back, it all comes down to creating that great, great uh, video that, that is um, spread worthy in the first place. Cool. Well, Gideon, thank you so much for the time that you've spent with us today and for giving us these amazing video marketing tips. Where can we get more of this kind of information from you? 
Well, um, there's a number of places, either just my blog, uh, gideonshelvick.com. Uh, if you want to check out what I'm doing uh, more recently with the Splash Show business, that's just splasheo.com, which is splasheo.com. <laughs> and um, for the report, that's uh, rapidvideoblogging.com. Um, it is a little bit outdated at the moment, but the principles, if you, if you understand the principles, they still apply 100%. And what about your YouTube channel? Um, you know, uh, if you just Google my name, Gideon uh, Shalvik, it'll be one of the I think it's actually the top result that comes up at the moment. It used to be my blog, but um, uh, my channel comes up number one now. Um, mm-hmm. So that's yeah, it's number one. Um, but it's just it's just YouTube. If you just go to YouTube and type my name, Gideon Shelbuck, you'll you'll find it as well. Either that, or if you're lazy, um, there's some keyword mm-hmm. phrases like um, uh, get more views on YouTube or um, professional videos or how to create professional videos. I come up with web video production. I come up with a lot of those. It's number one on YouTube as well. Excellent. That's the end of today's show. Thank you all for tuning in. And if you enjoyed it, please do us a big favor and leave a positive review on iTunes. And last of all, Gideon, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're very welcome, Joey. I really enjoyed it. And thanks for the interview. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.